Hi, my name is Red Gachet and continuing with the secrets theme, I wanted to tell you a secret which is about the Armageddon and it's kind of like something that's been happening for centuries actually. Um, and when I was a kid, um, I was told by um, the, the Indian who had a plan to um, ruin England because he was experiencing, well, I think it wasn't, I don't think there was a word for racism then. I don't think racism had been invented as a word, um, or, like, because he was Indian and everyone else was white. Um, and this is, like, before black people. So, like, each country was pretty much, you know, like, um, there, obviously there'd be a few travellers, but pretty much everybody was like, like all the Italians were in Italy, all the Greeks were in Greece, all the English were England, um, and so on and so forth, all over the world. Now, you would obviously have people travelling, but um, not, you wouldn't have people travelling singly, nobody would travel singly, because um, it just wasn't done, basically, hardly ever. People would go in groups to another country on a sailing ship. So you weren't alone. You were always with your countrymen, wherever you were. And he had been invented. I didn't know that at the time. But he had been invented. And I don't think it... I don't know if it was invented in England or in India. I don't know. Um, anyway, but he was Indian and he was like the only one, basically. And there were a few people that had um, different colourings that were from like um, different countries. But not that many people at all. The majority of people were like, really English-looking, and um, why? Anyway, so, this went on. I was a kid. I didn't really get it. I What I saw was that he wasn't allowed in the church, and the reason he weren't allowed in the church was because he didn't believe in God. I think that's fair enough. Not He wasn't the only one that wasn't allowed in church. One of the Blombadimus wasn't allowed in church either, and the one that called himself his son, although they weren't related, and weren't allowed in, definitely weren't allowed in church. Um, because there was no respect, no reverence at all for God or religion or the people in the church. So they weren't allowed. So they considered this to be absolutely outrageous because they always considered the church to be a, not a public house because that is, you know, what a pub is. It weren't a pub, obviously, but I mean like a, a space where the public could go and find sanctuary. They don't do that in churches now, but in the olden days... If you were homeless, right, the churches never used to lock their doors on the whole. You could go to church and you could pray and you could have sanctuary. And then the vicar or whoever, the nuns or the friar or whoever would help you. Perhaps maybe, obviously you had to be religious, which pretty much everyone was, would then find you a place within the parish, which is church-owned houses, um, and help you get on your feet which is a really lovely way for society to work. Nowadays, yes, this still goes on in some places in England, but nowadays the, the population has grown so much um, and, you know, it just doesn't work like that, especially not in London anyway, as far as I know. Anyway, so he was being persecuted. So he thought this was obviously the fault of the Queen, knowing there wasn't a king, and but he didn't realise that I was the Queen. Um, so he just outlined a plan to ruin England. I was like, no, this is never going to happen, this is never going to happen. And um, his plan was simply to isolate the Queen, so that she would never be around the people that could protect her, or the people that could um, vouch for her, 
um, that could carry out her orders in order to um, protect the country. Um, for ideas that the Queen would have for the good of the people never to be hurt. Therefore, the country would have no ruler and therefore the country would be falling to rack and ruin. This is before government as well. Um, so that was the plan. And yeah, I am isolated. So yeah, I'm not isolated in one sense. I'm surrounded by people. Obviously, I'm in London. Um, but, and everyone's feeling isolated now because of the lockdown, obviously. But I mean, in on the whole, I'm, I'm not with my people. So therefore, I'm isolated. I'm not with government at the moment. I have been before, but not at the moment. Therefore, government seems to have a free reign to do whatever they want. Uh, no, you have to obey the law. No matter who you are, you have to obey the law. No. That plan has been going on for centuries and centuries and centuries. And you know what? I grew up not really caring because I thought, you know what, part of my job, which the monks told me, was to see for myself. A lot of it was see for yourself. Because then it doesn't matter if somebody is um, a traitor, if you like. Not even that. It couldn't, I don't think they were really that many traitors, although they could have been. But let's say they were misinformed or the message gets, you know, there could be three or four people coming to do a message because they get highwaymen or whatever, come and get them. They, they'll pass on the message whoever's going to London give this to the palace blah 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 the message gets to me well it gets to the, one of the courtiers who reads it out in court and then we make a decision on what to do about this and part of me was like well they're really short messages you know sometimes they do pigeon messages and really really short it should be just like help <laughs> castle in you know um being sieged or something like that um, so obviously we have to go. Now, I have to go and see for myself to see what is actually going on because sometimes people don't know what's going on really. They know one part of it, but they don't know the whole of it. So I've been investigating these things for centuries, going around, finding out what's going on and then trying to sort it out. That doesn't mean I'm sorting out everyone's personal problems, although these problems do affect people personally. So that is where the idea comes from, um, that the Queen has to help everybody personally no, I don't. But what I do want, obviously, is the country to run efficiently. I don't want problems in the country. It's, it's a headache. And I certainly don't want people committing crimes all over the country and it causing everyone personal problems. I certainly don't want that. I cannot help anybody personally at the moment, obviously, because I'm isolated. And I don't have any people. If I go anywhere on my own, I'm not very likely to do anything other than collect intel. Now that intel, I can report to the police and then the police can do something about it. But better still, the individual should report it to the police and then the police can do something about it. That is really what how things have been organised now, that we have police all over the country. Um, and if the police need some help, they can call the army and the army will come straight away and help them out. So that's how it's worked now. In the past, it took, you know, days for the army to get somewhere. Sometimes it took months because they had to deal with things on the way as well. Um, and by the time we got there, yeah, we might just find out a burnt, a burnt out village and everyone's dead. So, yeah, there's not much to find out other than who did that. If you can. 
obviously there was loads of people trying it on and trying to tax people. That's like the whole tax in the feudalism thing. Everybody, everyone thought it was the, the king or the queen of the country. It wasn't. It was these people who decided to um, take over a little castle or a mansion or whatever and um, tax everybody. They would be self-proclaimed lords of blah, blah. And then they tax everybody and then obviously the villagers would get annoyed and, and try and get message to the palace. And they weren't actually, it wasn't actually a legal thing for them to do that. Normal taxes was legal, but these taxes were like huge. I mean, so huge that people couldn't afford it. It was just like, I can't understand how this mentality is still evident in today's economy. And that is that people start saying things like, just say somebody's got £100, yeah? And the tax to the Lord, if you say it, if you like, is, let's say, I don't know, it could be like 25%, which is the normal kind of thing that people get taxed, yeah? Uh, But then they decide they haven't got any money, so they need to up the taxes to 50%. The people don't have a choice in that. In those days, people were just like, no, I don't think so. They can say, I don't want to pay. But then their lords, people um, and guards would just take whatever they want. It would probably be the whole 100% for saying no. Yeah. So the next time the tax comes round, because it was willy-nilly, it wasn't like um, every year. It's like, if you needed some extra tax, go go and ask the people. (laughs) It was that kind of thing that was going on. They would take everything that you have. So the next time the tax comes round, you haven't got anything. Because they've already taken your livestock. They've eaten it. They've already taken your money. Money wasn't used that much. Not everybody had money. So it was always like livestock or um, the farmland or, or something like that. Or sometimes they took young boys to become guards for them or to be... Um, workers for some other farm yeah so it it wasn't it wasn't quite the slave trade it was more like they'd apprentice um the young boys to a farmer perhaps or a blacksmith's or something and take part of the wages that's what it was more like um but this take everything somebody has got mentality which i know everyone knows about means that they can't recover Because they'll always be coming for everything that they have. That means they're always, always starting again every single time. Which is the situation I find myself in. Starting again every single time. So every film cycle, I have to start again. Because I don't have any money. And it's been ages since I've made a a film. So I have to learn it all again. So that's one thing which is not, you know, anyone's fault or anything. It's just something I have to do again. But it is kind of someone's fault in the sense that... I can't continue a career, uh, I can't continue any career concurrently because whoever, you know, people want to bring you down. They're not cheering people's success. They're bringing you down. It's the opposite. You don't get, things are changing now, thank goodness. People are cheering people's success. But you don't get it. So I can't, I mean, I don't get the accolade for all the films that I've made, and I've made some seriously big films. 
but then I had to pay 12 billion in freaking fines out of all my film money. So obviously I don't have any money. Um, that ain't talked about on any celebrity TV show. But, you know, I just thought, you know, if I put my name on a film, it's going to be because, well, it's going to be, I'm just going to get victimised more because the entire film process that I was doing at that time, all my films were sabotaged, all of them. Um, so I didn't want to get myself more sabotaged by putting my name on the film. But every single career has been sabotaged. So I can't have a career concurrently unless I'm in a really, 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 really low paying job, which no, mind, no one minds because that means I'm underneath everybody. So the Queen of England or the Empire is in fact at the lowest rung of society, pretty much in terms of jobs, because everyone else feels better about themselves. This is what I've actually been told. Well, I just think, you know what? First of all, a job is a job. You want money? Get a job. Yeah. And in this climate, yeah, I'm glad I've got a job. Not earning that much money, but I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad I've got a job. <laughs> and secondly, right, I ain't the type of person to sit around and never think, how can I get out of this situation? And eventually I do. Every single time I get out of this situation, by working my way through, by thinking, what skill don't I have? Let me try and get that skill. Or how can I do this? I'll go and do that. How can I make some money? I'll, I'll start a business. How can I do this? And I meet people along the way and then we all have ideas together and we start making some money and then I start making films. That's how it pretty much works. But now I'm going to be a little bit, although it's nice to have, you know, acquaintances and things like that, I'm a little bit sceptical of, um, you know, working with people basically because of all the all of the harassment that I've had has just been terrible. People pretended to be certain people and then I, I got completely confused. I had a brain tumour as well, so I was losing my memory of things, but I, I knew they were all doppelgangers, so it was really hard. Not all of them, but quite a few of them were doppelganging. And the actors didn't know that they were being doppelgangers and all sorts of things like that was going on. It was crazy. Anyway, what I would like is, I would like recognition for all my films, the big ones and the small ones, and TV. And also, I want recognition for all the companies that I've started and worked on. Because then, it doesn't matter what kind of job I'm in. It's like, I know that I've got proof that I actually did these things. Now, some people, like me, may have done things in the repeat of the, the time repeat. So, for instance, I was saying in another podcast where we got turned back to 1980s. And then through, then we got up to... 2020s again and beyond but it means that you can't put down yeah I was doing um, a big Hollywood blockbuster film in 1990 let's say and then in another 1990 you was in secondary school do you know what I mean you can't do that that's one of the things why certain things aren't on my CV like CIPD which is an HR thing I wrote that course I've done it twice I think done the first one obviously to check it out and then I did it a second time and yeah I can't put that down because that's in a repeat <laughs> but I used all those skills when I was um in government moving everything over to the whole idea whereby each party has 
their own budget and putting in the processes um, which they weren't looking at, basically. So I did loads and loads of HR work for government, but um, I can't really put that down on either because government have decided to ignore me. So, yeah, it's start again. And when I get there, and if people start bringing me down again, oh, my goodness, I think I'm going to have to do a party political broadcast about harassment or something like that. (laughs) Anyway, I hope everybody, I know people are in hard times at the moment, but I hope everybody finds the jobs that they want in the future or now if they can and bear with everything because we will recover from this. We will recover from this. Anyway, that's me, Queen of the Empire, Red Cachet. Thanks for listening. Bye.